Welcome to Selfish Confidence, a place where we can connect and be real about how hard it is to be your damn self. I'm your host, Jess, and my goal is to help you build confidence and belief in yourself to live any life path you want, even if it's unconventional. It's time to break down those barriers and connect with women who've also felt on the outside by their life choices. We're encouraging you to grab the mic and speak your truth. I know it can be scary, but we're in this together. We got this. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Selfish Confidence Podcast. It's Jess here, and I am just sipping on a homemade salted caramel latte that I'm just really soaking up because it's February. Not because it's February, I guess just because it's a day, but it's officially February. Happy February, and I'm really focusing all month long on self-love and doing these little things for myself, like making a latte or getting cleaned up or prioritizing my skincare routine, these things for me that help me to show myself some love have been at the top of my list. And this morning, especially as I was sitting down and getting ready to make this episode for you, there's several times that I wanted to sit down and record and they just didn't feel right. I didn't have the same energy that I wanted to bring to the episode and I just really wanted to feel good as I recorded it because when I record these, I picture us like girlfriends hanging out, having our lattes together, doing something really special and connecting deeply. And I don't want to bring low energy to that. I want to bring great energy, strong energy. And that only comes from me filling my cup first, from really spending that time with myself. So this morning I slowed down as much as I could so that I could feed myself with this positive energy to be able to record something great for you. And I never want to sit down at the mic with that energy that's just like, no, thank you. Uh, Your time isn't worth it. My time isn't worth it. And it's so important to me to show up in the best way possible. And so that's why for me personally, self-love has to come first. So taking those slow mornings and meditating and just spending some time with me, however that looks, some days that's meditations and some days that's eating a bowl of mac and cheese, whatever works. (laughs) I ask myself on the daily, what is it that I need? And I'm really putting that into play as we walk into February, especially today where anxiety has been really high lately. There's just been a lot on my plate. And I know that it's so important for me to take that time for me. And I wanted to share with you a few things before we dive into today's topic, which is all about the things that are holding you back from having more confidence. And I wanted to share a little something that I'm doing for myself this month. So along with the lattes and all the great things that I'll be doing for myself, the main focus is for me on my mental health and that being meditation, so mindfulness practice, journaling, and reading. And today when I was sitting down and I was like, oh, perfect, like this is going to be all the things I'm focusing on for February and my goals and da-da-da-da-da, and I often fill my plate and my schedule so, so deeply that I'm just like overwhelmed that I look at it. And so I wanted to focus on slowing down in February. And as I wrote these goals out, I'm like, perfect, okay, 10 pages a day and 15 minutes at least of meditation and making sure that I'm journaling for five minutes and blah, blah, blah. And I put these like big, heavy limitations on myself. And I I talk to myself. I don't know about you, but I talk to myself. And clearly I have a podcast. I'm essentially talking to myself all the time. But I talk to myself and I just said, whoa, 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 Jess, chill. You want to slow down this month. That's what you wanted to focus on, just taking things slow and really showing yourself that extra love. And it's one thing for me to say that and to preach that and to teach that to my clients. It's another thing to actually do it and to look at my schedule and see what I can take out and focus on what's important. So I wrote down 
one, one, and one. So meditation, one minute, reading, one page, journaling, one page, one minute, whatever that feels like for me. And I think when we make our goals really, really small, we actually stay more accountable and stay more consistent with them. So for me, I wanted to make them as small as possible because I really wanted to, instead of three days from now, just been like, F this, I'm not doing it anymore. Who has a half an hour for a self-love practice every day? And the truth is like, I know we can make that work, but I want it to be so simple that I don't have to make it work. It just works. And so maybe that's something in your life this month as we walk into February that you need a little extra love in. Maybe that's like adding a vegetable to your plate or slowing down in the mornings too, or taking something out of your calendar that really doesn't need to be there. Find those pockets that you can just show yourself a little love and a little compassion instead of us always being on the other end where we're just like, ah, more, 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 more. Society is forcing us to be robots essentially, and it's just not sustainable for us. I want a life that I'm so excited to live and one that I'm energized to live, not one that I feel like is a chore. And when my business starts to feel like a chore, that's when I'm like, whoa, wait a minute, not today. Like I just like to slow down and really remember what my business is for and what this podcast is for and the purpose of everything. And then I reframe it a bit, change it up and I slow down. So if you're finding yourself to be in a hurry and you're rushing through, maybe you're listening to this podcast on like two speed. If you are, kudos to you. Shout out. Uh, I really struggle sometimes with two speed because it gives me heart palpitations, but especially if you're listening to me on two speed. But that being said, if, if you're just rushing through everything, find little pockets to slow down in. Maybe it's even when you're brushing your teeth or you're cooking dinner and you just like slow down the chopping, slow down the stirring slow down the sipping of your coffee today and take that slow time to remind yourself that you're worthy of it. That being said, I also wanted to share just two quick little things with you before we get into today's topic. But the first one being that I do have the next social book. The first social of 2023 is booked on February 10th at 7.45 p.m. in Halifax. We are going to Birch and Anchor. I rented out one of those beautiful domes where we can connect and really enjoy a Galentine's dinner together, all together like in an outdoor immersive experience. I think they also have a skating rink. I need to go and check that out before we go, but it's just going to be a wonderful way for us to connect and to get out and have a girls' night and really spend some time on you. Tickets are $10 and you'll be able to come and have a space at the table and really I'm keeping it as small as possible because I want it to be intimate and filled with great conversation. So I'm only releasing 10 tickets. And if that's something that interests you, you can check out the show notes and be able to grab your ticket and save your spot for the dinner. I'm really just excited to connect with you and to see you and to hug you in person. Uh, Next Friday night, that is the 10th, February 10th at 7.45 p.m. at the Birch and Anchor in Bedford. And for those who are not local, who are just like, oh man, I wish I could come. Uh, I wish you could come too. But if you can't, and you're part of our virtual community in the sisterhood, our workshop this month is a journaling workshop with Dr. Meg. We talked about it on last week's podcast episode, where we are going to be able to sit down and find a journaling practice that works for us. And that helps us with our self-love and with our confidence. And that is going to be going down on the 16th 
at 8.30 p.m. Atlantic Standard Time, so that's 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. And I'm really excited to connect with Megan to hear all of her tips to help me have more confidence in my journaling practice, where it's something that I'm focusing on this month. And I know that she'll be able to do the same for you. So if you're in the sisterhood, mark that on your calendar. And if you're not, you can join the sisterhood for only $15 a month and you get live weekly Q&As. We are adding on coffee chats in February so we can really connect and really find that sister vibe that we're looking for in the community. So if that's for you, uh, you can also check out the show notes. All the information will be there. And if not, send me a DM and I'd be happy to answer any questions you have about the community and what it is that you're looking for, for your confidence. So let's dive into today's topic. We are talking all about the three things that are holding you back from being your most confident version of yourself. And I know we've talked about similar topics and things like this before, but this one was so deeply on my heart that actually when I was sitting down and I was journaling this morning, these were the words that came out. And I think that it's on my heart is because it's what I'm actually struggling with too. I don't sit on this podcast and pretend like I have it all figured out. Like I'm the confidence queen and I'm just like, oh, I know it all. You know, I don't, we're figuring this out together and we're learning along the way. And I think there's something really beautiful in that because you're able to connect with me more. I think if I was at like a beautiful, like beautiful higher version all the time, it might be intimidating, but we're figuring this out along the way. And these are actually things that I've been struggling with and noticing a lot more popping up lately. And I wanted to share them with you because maybe you're going through it too. And you want to navigate something like this together. The first one that's been holding me back quite a bit has actually been anxiety. And as you know, I do have anxiety and I know that this is popping up for me because I'm not taking care of it. And the reason that I think that anxiety really holds us back from having more confidence is that we're always living in that fear. We're living in that future, that moment that is just not the present one. And if we could live in right now, the moment that we're in, as I sit down and I record this and I actually really spend that time with you in this moment, and same with you as you're listening to this, to spend that time with me instead of thinking about all of the other to-dos that we have on our list. And I am not saying this as like, oh, you should be doing it this way. You should be doing it that way, blah, 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 right? The world keeps telling us all these things. You know what's going to work best for you. And there's something about this heaviness that I feel in my chest oftentimes when it comes to anxiety that I know... I could be doing things differently. And the best thing that I can do right now is to focus on that February self-love, slowing down, taking some things off my schedule, but also just to be here, to be in right now, to not be thinking about everything else going on in the world. What if you could just hang out here? I think there'd be something really powerful in that. And I actually think if you can start to control that and to really lean on it, your confidence is just going to go through a roof. And I say this as to myself too, because I know that this can be a really hard one for me, but anxiety often holds us back from a lot of things. It stops us from doing and following our dreams. It stops us from trying new things that we've wanted to go to, or maybe going out on a date or whatever it is. It holds us back from a lot of things. But I think if we can lean together as sisters and really know that this is something we're navigating together, it's going to grow into something more. And I don't mean like more anxiety. I mean, more peace and more self-love and more self-compassion in a time when things can be really hard. And what about more confidence? Wouldn't you feel more confident if you could just live in the present moment? I am with you. So I challenge you to sit down and ask yourself, what is it that I need today? What's going to help relieve some of this anxiety that I'm feeling? And see what comes up. 
and like really listen. I think it's one thing for us to be like, well, you know, I took my medication or I did this thing or I know this normally works. So this is what I'll try again. But what if you were to actually ask yourself today? Because again, it can change. What you need today might not be what you need tomorrow. This can change on the daily. And I really need you to start asking yourself the questions every single day. Talk to yourself like a weirdo if you want. It's not weird. It's normal. (laughs) Talk to yourself and really ask yourself what it is that you need. Because maybe you do need to take a mental health day. Maybe that is what you need right now. Or maybe you need to, you know, go out for a walk with a girlfriend and really connect. Maybe it's add more to your plate. Maybe you are very anxious because you're being isolated. What if you were to come out to a social and really meet some people who care about you and love about you? Lean in to what it is that's causing the anxiety and then try to dissect it from there. As soon as you start to work on this and really love yourself through this process, I promise you the confidence is going to come. The second thing that's holding you back from becoming the most confident version of yourself is the pressure. Mm, It's the shoulds. It's society telling us that we should be doing things. And it's also ourselves telling us that we should be doing some things. I notice this a lot in my business lately as I feel like I should be doing it, you know, this, or I should be filling my schedule like this, or, you know, the appointments that I should be going to and all these things because that's how everybody else does it or that's how we're told we're supposed to do it or that's how business is done, right? But what if you were to do it your way? What if you were to take some of that pressure off And I think I'm the worst at like this on myself. It's not really outside factors that are putting this extra pressure on me. It's 100% me and really fueling into what I think I should be doing. But I think a big piece of it is just the need to do more, the need to be more. And we often think that we're not enough in these scenarios. And when it comes to that, we fall into this pressure of putting more on our plate or doing things a certain way. But what if you were to do them your way? I actually truly believe that we are created in a way that is unique and we are meant to do things differently. That's what this podcast is all about, living your unconventional truth and following your heart and doing things different and being the weirdo. But we still try to fit in. I don't know about you, but I definitely do. Maybe it's in what you wear or how you act or in how you create a podcast or in how you show up. We've watched so many other people do it successfully that we put that extra pressure on us and that should on us. When really, we just need to do it our way and we need to do it in the way that feels good for us. And so lately, that's been a big one for me with the pressure of just being a robot, essentially, like I talked about earlier, filling my schedule so full because that's what, you know, people do, but not me. I'm okay to build this business slow and I'm okay to do things differently, but I need to have that constant reminder on myself because that pressure that we do feel is real. It is around us all the time. I think it's something that we've faced our whole life, especially being from, you know, entrepreneur parents and successful parents in my books. It's, it can be difficult to live into that standard or to do things differently than they did. So I challenge you to look at where you're putting pressure on yourself right now. Is it in being a mom? You're not doing it perfectly. Is it in, you know, in your marriage, in your relationships that you have? You know, maybe you forgot to text that friend back and she's texted you three times and you're just the worst friend ever. I challenge you to look at that and that pressure that you're putting on yourself. And I feel really emotional as I say that because it can be a hard place to be. We always think it's us that's the blaming one, or we think that they're putting, you know, different pressures on us, but it's just what we have on us. We're putting the pressure. 
So text your friend and just let them know, you know, I've got a lot on my plate right now. I'm sorry for not getting back to you sooner. Or don't even apologize. You don't have to be sorry for it. But I want you to figure out what it is that you're putting pressure and where you are and just face it in some way. For me, it's the full schedule and taking some things off and doing, you know, certain things because I feel like that's what I'm supposed to be doing. That's what I should be doing. That's not going to help move you forward. It's not going to help move the needle in whatever it is in your life. We need to be taking aligned actions. And as we take more of these actions, the aligned ones, not the ones that we should be doing, not the ones that society is telling us, and not the ones that we've been pressuring ourselves to do, the aligned actions that actually feel really good and feel really right and bring you joy, the more we do of that, the more confident you're going to be. I can tell you with 100% certainty, as soon as I started living a life because it was the one that I wanted, not the one that was pressured on me, that honestly I felt and created the pressure of, once I started living the one that felt really good, things just started happening. The doors started opening. And just like we talked about on Monday about the daydreams and living in that daydream, and once you start to speak it out loud, it actually starts coming to life. And that's truth when it comes to these aligned actions and taking that pressure off yourself. And honestly, don't put the pressure on the daydream either. What it is that's on your heart and you're just like, well, now I have this dream and I know what that dream is and I got to hustle and I got to do all these things. Take the pressure off, follow the actions that feel really good and feel really aligned, and the rest is going to fall into place. Does that mean we're going to you know, have to do some things we don't want to do? Yeah, sometimes it does. But it doesn't mean that all of the things that we have to do have to be so strict and have to be so hard and have to be like a challenge of like, 30 days intensity, P90X craziness in our life. We don't have to do that. Take some pressure off you and lean into what feels good. F the shoulds. I won't be cussing on here today, but F the shoulds. We don't need that in our life. The third thing that I have on my list and the last thing that I wanted to talk to you about today is a really key component when it comes to that pressure on that should actually. And I think I started to go into it and I was like, no, wait in my head. I was like, no, wait, that's the third one. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta wait. Uh, is the comparison game that pressure and that should can often come from comparison of others, looking at how people are doing their business, looking at how moms are parenting their kids, looking at different areas of life. Maybe it's even your partner, how they do things. And it could be, maybe it's they're on a health journey and you know, they're doing things differently than you. And we pressure ourselves to keep up or we pressure ourselves to compare to their journey in different ways. What if we were, again, to just do it your way? And I laugh as I say that because I'm just like, this is so repetitive in the sense where if you were to live life your way, the true selfish confidence, unconventional life way, how much better would it be? How much better would you feel? If you stayed in your lane and you stopped looking all around at what everyone else is doing, and I do struggle with this one too in the coaching field because, and in the podcasting field too, well, this person did it this way and, oh, this person had that guest on and this person, you know, is making this much money. Like, and we put that comparison game on our business. You know, they got there this time, like I should be there too. But again, we do things differently here. That's our gift that we get to be different and living an unconventional life and being loved and admired for that difference that we're making in the world in a different way. But instead, we're looking at how everyone else is doing it, how everyone else is living. You know, Aunt Nora, she did it this way, so I need to do it that way too. Or, you know, my parents, they went to this college, so I have to go to that college too. 
we put these comparisons and pressures on ourselves and it really takes us away from our confidence. It takes us away from who we're supposed to be. And the more you start to know yourself and really dive into who you are and what you want and letting that be unbiased from anywhere and anyone else in the world, the more that you can do that, the higher your confidence is going to go. Because you're going to know when Aunt Nora comes to you and says, well, why did you do it this way? I did it this way and I had great success. I'm sure we've all been in that scenario before, right? You're going to be able to say, you know what, Aunt Nora? I see the way you did it and I love it. But you know what? This one's better for me. This one actually works, was working really well and I feel really good about it. And uh, it's really just, you know, a great experience over here. How cool would it be to be that confident, to be able to just be like, you know what? I'm okay with how I'm doing it. Thanks. And not in like a malicious way, just in an honest and truthful way. And if they take it in a, per- in a personal way, then send them this podcast episode and let them know <laughs> that there are some things that they need to be doing or cutting out of their life for more confidence. And you can use that comparison that you have or those jealous feelings that you have of someone else as guides, but don't let them define your life. Don't let them you know, sit heavy in who you are or change how you're doing things just because they're doing it differently. Remember who you are and remember what's important to you. These three things can be really hard for us to cut out of our life 100%, right? These are kind of things that we live with, especially for me being something like anxiety and the pressure and even the comparison game. They're always going to creep in. But the more you know yourself, wholeheartedly know yourself, the easier it's going to be for you to recognize these feelings as they come in or recognize you know, anything that might challenge you in a way that doesn't feel good. And the more you know yourself now, you'll actually start to see your confidence starting to to shift. You'll notice it. I notice it sometimes too if I'm in certain rooms that just don't feel like a place that is really welcoming for me. I like fidget with my clothes or I can tell that I'm not saying things that I wish I could say because I just don't feel confident to speak up and to use my voice. And there's always going to be rooms like that, unfortunately, that maybe aren't as welcoming to our different ways. And that's okay. They're not our people. We can choose other rooms. We have other spaces. The sisterhood is always open for you to be your totally weird self. But learn to recognize those cues in yourself. Learn to find those areas where you're just like, oh, wait, I'm actually not confident around these people. How can I have more confidence in these rooms? Is it bringing up feelings of the comparison game? Is it bringing up feelings of, you know, anxiety or pressure from these people? How can I change that? Can I speak up? Can I use my words to shift how I'm feeling in this, in this space, or do I just need to GTFO, like get out of the room, find new people, find new spaces that help me to feel truly aligned and help me to feel more confident in who I am. Sometimes it's as easy as just getting out of the room and going into different spaces that really help to shift some of this stuff. But I challenge you to do the internal work and figure out who you are and learn what, what pressures you're putting on yourself. Those pressures might be causing that anxiety So even if you were to just fix one of these three things, I really do think that all of them collectively are going to start to feel better. So what is it that you're going to work on in February? What is it that you're going to work on all year to really find your confident, beautiful, loving self? For me, again, it's working on those mindfulness practices and really keeping them small so I stay consistent even on the days that feel really hard. Just to give you a little recap, those three things that are holding you back from having more confidence is really the anxiety that you're feeling, the pressure that we're putting on ourselves, and the comparison game. 
if we can start to cut some of these out or change them up or really just challenge them in a way that we haven't before, like, why am I comparing myself to Aunt Nora and her story? She went through this in like the 60s. I don't know why I'm comparing myself to her now. Or really just like asking yourself these questions. Where am I putting pressure on myself and in my life? What can I take off my plate? What can I add? What would feel really good today? Oh, I'm feeling anxious. I wonder what's causing that anxiety. How can I, how can I really dig deep into who I am right now and figure out where it's coming from? Is it coming from pressure? Is it coming from comparison? Or maybe it's coming from forgetting to take care of myself in a way that feels really good. As soon as you start asking yourself these questions on the regular, I promise you more confidence is going to come because the more you know yourself, the more you're going to start to feel that confidence rise. Thank you for spending today with me. I love you so much. And I'm so grateful that for this community that we've created. I hope you're sipping on some lattes with me. And if you are loving this episode, please share it with a friend. This is how uh, this podcast grows is by you connecting it with other people and also um, by you reviewing it. And I don't often ask for things like that because I just don't think of it, but I know it makes a big difference because it helps other people to find this podcast and to see what it's all about once they see your reviews and see that you're enjoying it too. So Uh, Thank you for helping me spread the word and for getting selfish confidence out there. This has been just the craziest and most beautiful journey of my life in the last year and a half. And I'm so grateful that you're here and you're a part of it with me. I love you. I am so thankful for you. Go out there and be the most confident, beautiful version of yourself. I am so grateful that we could connect today. If you enjoyed today's episode, share it with a friend or on your social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me grow this community and get my message out there. And don't forget, you deserve to embrace your truth. It's time to live life your way.